0: This is Registry, a podcast from Office Supply Publishing and Klaus's Gunpoint. This is the beginning of a series... ...on what I consider to be the second best year for film in my lifetime. And only after 1999 do I consider the films of 1980. They are universally solid. And in every direction, in every genre, in every subgenre, in every kind of film... ...you can find major, major films that came in 1980... And the registry has been okay about recognizing them so far. Included already are Airplane, Atlantic City, The Empire Strikes Back, Garlic is as Good as Ten Mothers, Hours for Jerome, Parts 1 and 2, The Life and Times of Rosie the Riveter, Moon Beat*, which I really need to do an episode about, Raging Bull and The Return of the Caucus 7. All those are 1980, but looking at the list of films that aren't on from 1980, you see an incredible variety, from comedies like Caddyshack and 9 to 5, wonderful dramas like The Blue Lagoon, Coal Miner's Daughter, The Elephant Man, fame, documentaries, concert films, musicals, of course, The Shining, and horror is a big part of 1980. Even avant-garde films like Lucifer Rising. I'm going to talk about almost a dozen that 100% deserve consideration. But the one I think has the most talking points, for me at least, is Friday the 13th. Now, Halloween, of course, defined the slasher genre, gave us Michael Myers, and was, by 1980, already a legendary horror film. Friday the 13th, the slasher film genre solidly if Halloween created it Friday the 13th solidified it but the question is of course because I think without question the Friday the 13th franchise in some way needs to be represented on the registry but is Friday the 13th the right film the classic thing is of course Jason Voorhees is not the killer in the first Friday the 13th film i don't believe we he becomes a killer until the second one and i don't believe he comes with the you know the mask and the coat concept that we picture of him until the third one so the question is is it the image of jason which 100% without jason you don't get Nightmare on Elm Street. You don't get the slasher films of the 1980s. You basically don't get the VHS horror revolution without Jason Voorhees. But I'm going to push the first Friday the 13th, because if you look at historically, culturally, aesthetically, it really is the first film that best matches all of those. It is easily the best made film of all of the series. There are slicker films, there are more, I don't wanna say creative, but films in the series which take more interesting kills. There, there's even at least one which develops interest beyond the killings as well. But literally none are as powerful a film as Friday the 13th, whereas the other ones are shocking. This is more disturbing. And it actually plays off a whole lot of real life things. This is why I think, historically, the idea of the unstoppable murderer, remember the 70s and early 80s, into the 90s even, were the time of serial killers. That was when Americans were dealing with the most serial killers on a daily basis. We had had the Zodiac in Northern California, I don't think the Night Stalker had quite started, but of course, BTK was just starting. You had David Carpenter, you had several of them operating, Son of Sam. And while that feeds into this Jason idea, the real life inspirations for things like the first Friday the 13th, were events like the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders, which had happened at a summer camp. The Lake Boda murders, I believe, in Finland. And many of the murders in the, in the mountains of northern and southern California, in particular a couple in, uh, near Mount Diablo, I think they were called the Santa, Rosa, the Santa Rosa Hitchhiker Murders, and of course the aforementioned David Carpenter in the mountains about 100 yards from my house. So I think historically the background to the first Friday the 13th film gives it the historical edge. Culturally, I think there is no question that the, the image of Jason is the strongest cultural impact of any of the Friday the 13th movies, without without doubt in my mind. Aesthetically, I'm going to have to give it to the first because it is so well-produced. It was so outside of the norm. I think it really did what Halloween did more artfully in a more commercial And honestly, a, I don't want to say a lower budget, but a more, a less Hollywood sense. It didn't feel like as much a production as Halloween did. And that's why really all of the VHS horror revolution of the 1980s feels like it came out of Halloween, out of Friday the 13th. Because, one... Halloween was a gigantic seller early on in the VHS world. And two, every young filmmaker watched watched Halloween and Friday the 13th, but the direction they went with their films tended more towards Friday the 13th. I think it definitely deserves to be recognized on the National Film Registry because of both the aesthetic and the historical impact. Culturally, you could also say that it was the beginning of the franchise that brought us Jason. But honestly, it's just a fantastic film, and a great example of how the entire genre landscape would change in the 1980s.